friends, and welcome to my treehouse. My name's Ms. Adventure, and I'm so glad you're here with me today. You can grab a hold of the rope ladder and climb on up to join me. Watch your step. Grab a cushion to sit on. Here at Miss Adventure's Treehouse, I love having fun, being silly, sharing stories, making new friends, and in the process, learning what makes Jesus so special and what makes us so special to Him. Guess what? I made a new friend this past month as I've been working on our latest story. His name is Marty, and he's a naked mole rat. Yes, his name is Naked Mole Rat. Can you believe it? But it's not because he doesn't have any clothes on. That would be too normal for an animal to not have clothes. They're called naked because they don't have any fur. Have you ever seen a cat that doesn't have fur? That's how Naked Mole Rat's skin looks. And wrinkly. Very wrinkly. Their bodies are shaped something like the mix of a rat and squirrel and are only about a few inches long. And they have these long front teeth that stick out from the top of their mouth. I find these little creatures really cute. In a so-ugly-they're-cute kind of way. But I haven't found anyone else who agrees with me. No one else can see their cuteness. I've posted a picture of a naked mole rat on our Facebook page. If you've never seen one and want to know what Marty looks like, please go check it out. Let me know if you find him cute. Something that's definitely cute, and beautiful no doubt, is the artwork you have sent me this month. I want to say a huge thank you to my friends Lily, Denim, Perry, and Sydney. They all had their parents send me some really awesome artwork. Lily, Hug's floppy ears are adorable. Denim and Perry, I can just see the love in Cleola's eyes for her new dog in both of your drawings. And Signy, I love the way you chose to make Pup so colorful. Also, thank you to all my friends who've submitted drawings for our sticker contest. I'm so proud of all of your artwork. If you would like to send a picture you've drawn to me, or if you'd like to enter our drawing contest, I would love for you to. The deadline for the contest is quickly approaching. March 19th, 2023. Your adult can find my email address or a link to our Facebook page in the show notes. And adults, if you and your families are enjoying our stories or your families have ideas for future ones, I'd love to hear from you in an iTunes review or by email. I truly love getting to know you, friends. Are you ready to jump into today's story and meet Marty, the naked mole rat, and his friend? Today's story is part one of Annie and Marty's Epic Game. Let's go! <sighs> Annie flapped her tiny wings and flipped her body upright onto the top of the branch she had been hanging from to sleep. I'm hungry! She flitted just a few feet and began licking nectar from a beautiful red flower to fill her tiny hummingbird tummy. This patch of desert was full of vibrant colors and the sweet smell of the nectar that kept her alive. Mm -hmm. What is that? She said as she backed away from the flower, now full of food and energy. In typical hummingbird fashion, she dove at lightning speed down to the ground to inspect this new creature. Who are you? She spoke as she came in almost crashing on top of her new friend. Oh, yikes. 
My name's Marty, he said after regaining his composure. Mm hmm. Are you something? And what are you? She asked, fluttering about him, inspecting him from each angle. I've never seen someone so, um, wrinkly and featherless. Excuse me. He turned to look at her face with his beady eyes. I'm a mole rat, you know, a naked mole rat. No, never even heard of that before. Naked mole rat. Why don't you have on any clothes? She said, testing out the new name. Where did you come from, and why haven't I seen you before? Marty answered sternly. It's mole rat, not more rat. And we don't need clothes. We're called naked because we don't have any fur. Oh, I see. So where did you come from? Why haven't I seen you before? I live right here inside this hole. Why do you keep looking at me like that? It's just I've never seen you before, or anyone else like you. And you seriously live right here next to my home? How have I never seen you? I just don't believe it. Well, this is my first time out of the burrow. Oh, that explains it. What you doing out of your home? Well, I am... I'm shopping. Excuse me? What was that you said? I'm going shopping. Ooh, what for? If you must know, video games. I've beat all the games I have, and, well, I want to play some more. So, yeah, that's what I'm doing. I didn't know naked mole rats liked video games, too. Mole rats. And you didn't even know we existed until a minute ago. <laughs> oh, yeah. I suppose you're right. Sorry. Um, I'm just excited to meet a new friend who also loves video games. They're my favorite. Hey, can I join you? I'm Annie. I guess so. Sure. What games do you like? And what are you, anyway? A hummingbird scene. That's when a friendship was born between two very unlikely friends who could not be more different. An energetic, nosy, somewhat crazy, very busy hummingbird. And a quiet, lazy, keep-to-himself, wrinkly, naked mole rat. Every day since that day, Annie would eat breakfast and then make her way down to Marty's burrow and gently flap her way through the maze of tunnels into Marty's game room. Excuse me, Herbert. Pardon me, Lillian. Oops, sorry to poke you in the face, Gretchen. I'm not big, but these tunnels are still so small. Oh, hey, Marty! Annie said as she reached the game room of the burrow. It was cozy, with holes dug out for chairs. A big screen on one wall, so much bigger than anything else in the tiny tunneled home. Tiny game controllers strung across the floor. And even a convenient route right over Marty's chair so he could snack while playing. Annie didn't like roots much. And besides, her long beak with no teeth didn't allow her to do much more than taste them. So Annie would stay and play until she got hungry and then head out to find a nectar snack. Did you beat the level with the flying squirrel yet? Asked Annie, just as Marty roared with delight. Just did, he informed her with a big toothy grin. Initially, Marty had been unsure about a new friend especially one that was so different than him. 
and so nosy. But before they left the video game store that first day they met, they were instant friends. Want to try out our next new game, Annie? Sure, which one? She asked as she sat down in the chair Marty had dug out for her a week earlier. You can pick. We still have this dragon game where we fly into castles and save princess moles, or we have the hummingbird one. It says we have to collect all the nectar to survive before nightfall so we have energy to stay warm through the night. Marty knew which one Annie would choose. The hummingbird game was her first pick at the video game store. I want you to see what life is like as a hummingbird, Marty, she said, but Marty had already started putting it in. Besides, the picture on the front is gorgeous. It's like a tropical paradise with giant trees and huge flower blooms of all colors. I bet those flowers' nectar tastes fabulous. Too bad you don't really get to taste them, huh? Annie gave Marty a playful shove. Well, here goes my life as a hummingbird. (laughs) You want to be player one as you already know how to do this in real life? Yep. She grabbed the controller from Marty's paw with her wing and began reading the prompts on the screen. Let's see. You must collect nectar from 200 flowers. 2,000 flowers. Marty interrupted as he picked up the second controller. You're better at nectar collecting and I'm better at math. Okay, so 2,000 flowers. And then hide yourself in the banana tree before dark, before time runs out. What's a banana, Marty? Oh, it's a fruit. Long and skinny like me, but without the legs. And it's bigger and also yellow. Got it. I wonder if it tastes as sweet as nectar. I bet I can find the banana tree first. We better look for flowers first, and lots of them. Two thousand is a ton. No worries, friend. I'm great at that. Okay, let's do this. I'm ready. Click start, Annie. You got it. But as she did, something strange started to happen. Ah! Marty? What just happened? Where are we? Annie asked, staring straight past Marty into a beautiful forest full of lush grass, trees, and vibrant flowers. They definitely weren't in the dark burrow any longer, nor were they in the desert. Marty looked around. I... I think somehow we got sucked into the game. What? What do you mean, Marty? How do you know? Well, we're for sure not in the game room of the burrow. My eyes hurt because it's sunny. There are pretty flowers all around, and look, that is a banana tree. See those green and yellow fruit hanging from that tree? For the first time since Marty met her, Annie was speechless. I think we're inside the game. This is so cool. Annie looked down to notice that she no longer had a controller in her hand. Annie found her voice. What do we do? Collect nectar, Annie, don't you remember? But you're not a hummingbird. You're still a mole rat. Mole rat. And you're right. This is going to be harder than I thought. He paused a second, becoming a bit frazzled, like Annie. 
I guess I need you to show me how to get nectar from a flower, Annie. The sun is almost overhead, that means we don't have all day. Or, I guess technically we did, but I don't think we have enough time left to dilly-dally. Okay, let's do this. Annie seemed to have thawed from the fear that froze her. Watch and learn. Annie flapped her wings and rose five feet above Marty. She gently put her long beak into the middle of a pink flower and fluttered. You just have to lick the nectar with your long tongue, Marty, she explained as she pulled away from the flower. Oh, um, there's just one thing, Annie. Actually, about fifty things. What? I can't get as high as you. I don't have wings, remember? And I don't have a long beak or a long tongue. My body is made for digging holes and chomping roots, not for drinking nectar. It's more of a licking than a drinking, but good point. It's just no use. I'm not a hummingbird. I can't do any of those things. <sighs> We're going to lose. You've got to try, Marty. You can do this. Despite his lack of skills, he stood tall on his back legs and stretched his wrinkly neck as high as he could. But he still didn't reach the lowest hanging flower. It's no use. Can't even reach a flower. I'm too small and I can't fly like you. We'll just have to... Annie stopped again long enough to lick some more nectar. We'll have to improvise. Oh, I've got an idea. Good, that's the way, Marty. You go for it. Annie took a drink from another flower. What are you doing, Marty? I'm climbing, e Annie. What? How do you do that? You're really strong. Marty, being a small, lightweight rodent, wrapped his long claws around the stem of a large flower and wiggled his way toward the top. Wow, Marty! You're up really high! Don't remind me, he shouted as he reached the top of the flower, his head now spinning. I never knew I was afraid of heights. You learn something new about yourself every day. I'm proud of you, Marty. Now what you gonna do? Annie said, drinking from her tenth flower so far. Improvise, he said as he stuck his long teeth almost as long as a hummingbird's beak into the center of the flower. Wow, nectar is really yummy. I know, right? But how do I get down now? Marty froze in panic for a moment. Then all of a sudden, bombs away! He shouted as his cylinder-shaped body dove toward the ground. Impressive! Are you alright, Marty? He dusted himself off. I think so, yes. I better get back at it if I'm going to find 1,999 more flowers before nightfall. You are good at math. And jumping. I hope you're also good at nectar collecting. They worked together, flapping around tall trees and paving paths through taller-than-mole-rat grass. Annie left the lower, more sturdy flowers for Marty to climb and drink from, 
as she rose higher and higher to attend to the nectar and the taller flowers. They worked fiercely in silence all afternoon and evening. Annie, Marty said, exhausted. Look, the sun. It's going down. It's getting darker here. How did I not notice it was nighttime? You've been busy. Can you tell how many flowers we've drunk from? Well, do you think it says somewhere how many we have? Usually the information is in the corner on the screen, you know, when we're not inside the game. Marty looked up and to his right. Sure enough, he was right. There were numbers at the top of the trees near the sky. It looks like we have 90 seconds left, Annie. You have 1,800 flowers. His voice flattened. And I've only got 400. Oh no! Marty, what will happen to us? There's no way either of us will finish in 90 seconds. Wait. It also looks like we have three lives each. There's no way we can win this one, you're right. But we can come up with a plan for our next life. Phew. Have you got any ideas what to do next? So I'm thinking we can work together. The sun was just peeking over the horizon again as they started their second life. Okay, Marty, we've got this this time. I think our new plan will work. Annie encouraged her friend. I sure hope so. Marty less enthusiastically tried to agree. At least we've got a new plan and a full day to execute it. He followed Annie, who had already started off toward the nearest flower. Okay, Marty, are you ready? As ready as I'll ever be. You stand right there. Annie landed on a tender flower with a thin stem. She flapped her wings in reverse, putting all her weight onto the stem. Marty stood on the ground, his hind legs fully extended and stretched his wrinkly neck. Just a little farther, he said as he shuffled to the right. Annie managed to use her weight and wings to lower the flower down to Marty as he stretched as tall as he could. Here you go, Annie struggled to say. Got it. Marty tucked his teeth into the heart of the flower and retrieved the nectar. One down. That was a lot easier and quicker. Annie flew high to get her own flower nectar while Marty took a break. Then, again, Annie helped bend a flower down for Marty to reach. All morning, the two worked as a team, as hard as they could to get the nectar they needed to win. The sun is overhead again, Marty. Can you tell how many flowers we have left now? She asked before gathering the nectar from another bright purple flower. It looks like we're not quite halfway there. We each have 800 flowers. That's way better than the last time. But Annie, I'm exhausted. It's so bright and warm out here and my body isn't used to that. I'm used to the cool darkness of my burrow. It feels nice and cool in the shade of all the trees to me, but it is hotter than your burrow for sure. How about you lay down and rest a bit? The nectar is giving me all the energy I need. 
I'll keep working on mine while you rest, and then I can help you some more. <sighs> Thanks, Yanni. I sure hope a rest works. He found a shady spot near a tall tree, rolled around on his back to cool off in the dirt, and instantly fell asleep. Suddenly, he was back in his burrow, playing video games on a screen, when all of a sudden, flowers started popping up out of nowhere all around him. At first, pink ones. Then he noticed a yellow one and several purple ones. Then there were polka-dotted ones and striped ones. Even unicorn-horned flowers. They started getting bigger and bigger. More and more. The pile was growing so high, Marty started to panic. I can't get out of the burrow. I'm trapped. Trapped. Marty, trapped. Marty, come on. Marty, wake up. Ah! Marty almost jumped out of his wrinkly skin at the voice of his friend. Once he realized where he was, he was relieved to see that the flowers weren't trapping him in the burrow. But then the look on Annie's face told him he didn't have time to be relieved. We've got to collect your flowers and get to the banana tree. I got all my nectar, Marty. But now we need to get the rest of yours. You still have over half of your flowers to go and the sun is starting to set. Marty jumped off of his backside and ran toward the nearest flower, shaking off the last bit of sleepy in his bones. As before, Annie landed on a flower and pushed it down toward Marty. Thanks, Annie. He drank. Do you think we can pull this off? I'm not sure, but we have to try. It'll take all we've got, so don't give up. Okay. After several more flowers and the sun sinking closer to the horizon, Marty groaned. Annie, there's no more nectar. We've already drunk from this flower. I don't think there are enough left nearby for us to get the job done. You're right. Why don't you go on without me, Annie? You have all your nectar. Go on to the banana tree. At least one of us will win. No, Marty, I'm not leaving you. You have to, Annie. You've got to save yourself. Marty, look at me. You can't get nectar without my help. It's too dangerous here by yourself. And you only have one more life. I'm not sure what happens when we lose all of our lives, but I'm not leaving you by yourself, friend. Neither of them had thought that far ahead. What did happen when real live animals got sucked into a video game when they ran out of lives? Would they go back to real life? Or not? Okay, Annie, we need a better plan. There just aren't enough flowers right here for us to win. We've got to find others. If you're not going to win and save yourself, let's use the rest of this life to search for a better spot to drink nectar. Somewhere with more flowers. They split up to search in opposite directions, and before time expired, they met back at the banana tree. Marty, I can see a ton of flowers in the distance. They look small and low to the ground. But it will take us a long time to walk and fly that far. So much time I don't know if we'll have time to collect the nectar and make it back to the tree. Did you find anything? Sort of. What do you mean, sort of? Well, look to the north. No, the other north. See that fence over there in the clearing? Past the big grove of trees? 
not too far away. Isn't that strange? A fence in the forest. What's inside? A whole bunch of orange flowers. More than we have seen the last two lives combined. Perfect. What's the problem, then? Well, there's a sign right by the gate. It says, Keep out. Wait, mole rats? Mole rats. Right, mole rats can read? Of course we can. Can't all animals? I thought that was a special hummingbird thing. Anyway, it says keep out. I am not sure it's safe. Marty? She looked deep into his eyes. What if it's our only way out? Friends, what do you think Marty and Annie should do? Do you think they should go to the close fenced-in garden that has a sign saying to keep out? Or trek a long way to the other patch of flowers? God tells us in the Bible that if there's a temptation in our lives to sin, he will provide a way to escape. Do you see a way of escape for our two animal friends today? Do you think they'll see it? And will they be able to find their way out of the video game? I sure hope so. Join me next time to find out what happens on Annie and Marty's third life. And in the meantime, never forget that God loves you. Always. See you next time, friends. Bye-bye!